small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Village in Crisis, where a podcast where me, Neil McDermott, and him on the other side of this Microsoft Teams call, Eric Lampere, um, explore the psyche of the people that live in my village and the comments that they put on the village Facebook page. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. It's a, it's a shame that none of us, neither of us really know anything about the psyche or psychology, um, because you say that we explore it, but really we don't really we don't know much, do we? Uh, I thought that you were going to do some masters in psychology or something. Yeah, I decided to scratch that. On the basis of not knowing anything about it. Uh, no, it's it's um, a little chat about ROI. Uh, return mm. on investment. I, yeah. I it was going to cost me fifteen fifty grand. Fifty five zero. Five zero grand, and I'm currently I'm currently in debt. This is not including the fifty grand. I'm currently in debt. I have a medical bill that I can't pay for. I'm really I've become American. <laughs> I have yeah. all sorts of debts. You need I to flee pay. the country. And I was thinking, is it is it worth just adding fifty grand to be to have a master's of psychology? just because it's at like a fancy university in Malibu. And I decided, you know what? I can do my master's in psychology in some dead-end university in the UK online uh, at some other point. You pay me two grand, I can get you a certificate that says you've got a master's in psychology. You could do that? I'm sure I could do that. I could I could do, have one for you in five minutes. <laughs> What university is it? The, the McDermott University? Yes, Uncle Bastard University. <laughs> yeah, you can start making them for the listeners. Hello, listeners. I hope you're all well. Um, it's been a one-sided conversation with you listeners. You haven't got in touch recently. Uh, 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 um, uh, 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 uh. Oh, oh, Neil, what are you saying? Well, something very exciting's happened. Oh. You know, um, listeners, a few weeks ago, Eric was telling me that one of our listeners had texted him about fireworks and their right. potential effect on veterans, etc. Yeah, and I was disappointed. I was disappointed that you had received a text and it hadn't been to the wider Village in Crisis community, a.k.a. me. Um, <laughs> so... I was on Instagram the other day and I looked in messages and I had a, a re- message request. I'm not very good on Instagram, so I didn't know people had to request to send you messages. I don't know how to take that off or put that on or whatever. Anyway, Michelle had felt guilty. Hello, Michelle. And she'd messaged. She sent some photos of her with big pyrotechnics and a big rifle. Oh, wow. I didn't. I haven't even seen that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, good, so, good for her for... for contacting us through the correct channels yes thank you stop Michelle. messaging me stop messaging me directly friend yeah <laughs> she is our number one fan 
and yeah, when I... she listens to the podcast and she talks about the podcast, it's she is not my friend. She has to go through the correct channels. Exactly. I am her number one fan now, though. So is that right? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll have a word. <laughs> so um, I know you don't have many friends, Eric, but it looks like I'm stealing the, the few that you have. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Um, do you want to know what else I've been doing this week? Not really, but I guess you're going to tell me. It's podcast related, so oh, okay. um, I'm telling you anyway. We haven't had our little catch up before the pod this week, listeners. We've just gone straight in. We're coming in hot. Sure. So um <laughs> telling you what else. I've been doing some guerrilla marketing. It's it's labour intensive and it is highly, highly inefficient. Um, so <laughs> what I've been doing is I've been following people on Twitter and then if they follow me back, I send them a little message saying, thanks for the follow. Check out our podcast. Oh, good for you. Yeah. So if you have fallen for this. Uh, how can I describe this marketing technique? Desperate. Desperate. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> if you've fallen for this desperate marketing technique, welcome to Village in Crisis. I um, listen to the back catalogue. I'm back on Twitter, by the way. You know, like you tried to uh, at me. Yeah. Um, and I deleted the account. And then recently I was like, oh, I just dread to think the idea of someone just taking my name on, on that social media thing. Mm. And so I decided to reactivate it. But I'm not well, actually good. using it. So that's good. N- no news. No news for you. I should have actually just kept quiet. OK. Yeah. Well, that's good to know that you're back. Um, what do you think of my marketing plan? Um, yeah, I mean, desperation will open some doors for sure. I think it's, I think it's, it's better than silence. You have to make things happen, don't you? Oh, well, tell me about it. I'm fucking exhausted of trying to make things happen. Yeah. I thought, well, I thought that if I'm the universe experiencing itself, that the universe would start opening some fucking doors for me. Neil, it's not happening. <laughs> mm. Sick of this yeah. shit. Maybe you should start uh, semi-stalking people on Twitter and asking them to make things happen for you. Oh, sounds like too much work. Oh, by oh, the way, oh, if you oh, are one of our new listeners or one of our existing listeners and you like the podcast, please tell other people about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm begging you. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you can just leave us a rating and a comment in uh, the Apple review section. That would really be quite cool it takes be nice. three seconds guys uh, give us a little rating a little comment i'd love that thank you you can't do that on spotify i've tried to go on and review our own podcast but oh my god you're so sad mm. <laughs> yeah yeah needy sad you are a reflection of me <laughs> well maybe i'm driven and ambitious Oh, okay, I like that. Oh, that's good. I need more of that in my life. A few questions of the week this week. Go on. Um, on the Facebook page, uh, I think you'll like. I think you'll like. There's just two questions actually I'm going with. I think you'll like both of them. First one: Does anyone know who would be able to make a large cheesecake, please? <laughs> <laughs> You're on the internet it doesn't get old that's the thing about this this beautiful facebook account is 
They keep asking questions that can be answered with YouTube or Google. Uh, what kind of cheesecake would you make, Neil? Hmm. I like honeycomb. If you can get honeycomb into something, I'm happy. Freak. Honeycomb cheesecake. I've yeah. never heard of such a thing. Especially a, a large one. I'm a basic is the glare, Sorry, is the glare on my forehead off putting? I, do I need to close the curtain here behind? No, I, I, just I don't think the picture. glare will ever affect <laughs> how I Look, feel about your face. It's like I'm being abducted by an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'll leave it. If you're happy, I'm happy. No, anyway, quick, it, looks, it looks youthful. Question number two. Yeah. Uh, would anyone have a drone I could use for two minutes to check a high drain pipe issue, please? Well, that's a good question. Mm. That's a great way to check one uh, an issue from a bird's eye perspective. Yeah. Um. Yeah, good one. I have you ever flown a drone? Minutes. Yeah, I had a drone for like 10 minutes and I lost it. As I, as I tried it out, yeah. Were you trying to check a high drain pipe issue? No, I was uh, trying to get uh, an aerial shot of this place that I was working at very briefly. I was I was working in a ranch in Idaho um, a couple of years ago during the pandemic. I hated it. Um, he was making me work. <laughs> he was making me do stuff. Um, and I tried to get an aerial shot with this really cheap drone that I bought from Amazon. Uh, and you know what? You should invest in a good good drone if you were to go ahead with one one day, because um, the cheapness, you know, showed itself in uh, the technicalities. I, lost I like it in the, the, the camera angles you can get from drones. I like, you know, you can get some great shots, can't you? Very cinematic. Oh, great dick, dick pics. Great dick pics. Uh, but I'm going to put it out there that drones are for nerds. Uh, you know, but there's some amazing things you can do with them. Like you can do like drone races, which is uh, pretty nerdy. Yeah, I guess it's pretty nerdy. But then racing is not nerdy, is it? Formula One. Oh, it's it's on the cusp of being very nerdy, isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. All that engineering. What about horse racing? Is that nerdy? No, that's more gypsy. All right. <laughs> um. All right. Well, it's good to know where you lie with your sports. Mm. Uh, there's uh, this isn't a question. It's an update. People very kindly come onto the page and just make other people aware of things uh, about 15 sheep roaming on Oakington Road. Oh, wow. I hope everyone's OK. Mm. Me too. Are they just roaming freely just without any shepherd? Yeah, they, they probably need to make a U-turn. <laughs> like that. It's a good, just yeah, it's a good that. one. Well done. Did you just think of that, or did you? It just came to me then. I was thinking sheep. Work. Um, I suppose you could say it was rammed. The road was rammed with sheep. Oh, it's good. Yeah. I feel like you, I think like you you've had sleepless nights working on this. <laughs> um, there's been one comment that's gone on to the page this week. I'm not mm. going to read you the comments because it's it's been a rare moment of unity for the village. 120 comments the last time I saw, but everybody has got behind. Everybody agrees with something. 
um, there's a there's a picture of a new traffic calming island um so what that is it it's built out into the road so that traffic has to give way from one way to the other to slow oh. traffic down as it comes into the village and the person put normally traffic calming in um quotation marks has a route for bikes between the island and the curb so they're not forced out into traffic but this new one has a poor design i think oh so everyone's agreeing on the moaning agreeing on the moaning 120 people have come in to all all in agreement amazing why don't they just run this the, the town themselves they should do they really should um, then uh, something that made me laugh. Um, there's been a new children's play park put in down at the recreation ground, and yeah. uh, someone's posted a, uh, a a photo, and in chalk someone has drawn a big cock and bollocks uh, <laughs> on it. Yeah, well, it's got to be done, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how futuristic humans will get. We are primitive monkey idiots yeah I, I i really liked it but also what i like about the comment and i know this sounds like i'm being a catty spelling bitch uh, but the spelling in this comment is quite fantastic so the comment is this is disgusting to see at the baby part of the wreck thankful my child is too young to understand unfortunately i can't remove do you want to have a guess at how this person has spelled unfortunately Oh, God, that's a fun game. Mm. How do you spell something wrong? Uh, unfortunately. Oh, there's so many different ways you can go wrong. Tell me. UN, so good start. Okay, that's a good start. F-O-R. Okay. A-N-T-Y. Unfortunately. Wait, what? Unfor- un- unfor- unfor- I'm foreign tea. <laughs> what is... well, maybe she's being cool. Like, you know, everything, every cool kid nowadays just, you know, they, they shorten words. Yeah. I'm foreign tea. I'm foreign tea. All right. Um, and was we spoke there, about was Peter. The, was the cock jizzing? Uh, yeah, a little bit of jizz. Really bad um, attempt at cock and balls, though. Oh, shame. I would say. I really like taking my time when I graffiti one. Um, usually mine is not erect and with the foreskin still uh, on. Uh, there's no uh, veins on it whatsoever. Uh, um, right, yeah. it, it's poor. It It's done by someone who is worried about getting caught, I think, and they've done it in a rush. Nah, that's a shame. Never, yeah. never rush a cock and ball graffiti. Take your time. Be proud about it. Well, if our listeners come away with one lesson from today, it's that, isn't it? Yeah. Can we? Maybe we can be the next sort of fight club, right? So, um, listeners, this week, go out there, draw cock and balls somewhere in the world. Well, I told you, didn't I, about my pick. my friend that pre-draws them on golf balls and then goes to play golf That's and right. chucks chucks them into the rough. Yeah, so that really, when people go really looking creative. for their... It's a really good hobby. Yeah, brilliant. You've got to find something in life. 
that's actually why I'm like such in a, in a slump. I still haven't found my why, Neil. My, my yeah. why. Do well, you have, what's your what's your why? What's your reason for living? Oh, I just enjoy it. Ugh, you're one of those. Yeah. Got wife, kids, loads of friends. Show off. L- love playing five-a-side football on a Thursday and going to the pub afterwards. I'm a simple man. Yeah, you're a simple man, and that's actually I think the 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 key. Keep it simple. I'll, t- I'll tell you my tip, Eric. Go on. Is the sooner the majority of people, because it is the majority, yeah. come to terms with the fact that you are bang average. Yeah. The happier you become. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I've had I've had that like locked into me quite recently. Um, it's quite it's quite a freeing feeling. Um, we spoke about Peter Poet, didn't we? And I said that sometimes. He puts poets on uh, poems on, but sometimes he puts hilarious jokes oh, on. Jokes he said, well, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and he said, "Well, I hope he does one this week." And he has. Uh, do you well, want to? Let's see if he can cheer me up. Yeah, he just for a bit of um, visualization. I don't know if you've seen. You're not on Facebook anymore, are you? But no. now people, when they post something, they can put a bit of a background. So he's put lots of like laughing emojis rolling round in the background of this joke to signify this is a joke coming up. Oh, like a stu- so this is like a studio sitcom joke where you have to add the canned laughter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here, here we go. We should maybe well, add some canned laughter to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds easy. Um, <laughs> here we go. My friends are convinced that I am an addict because I am always out riding my motorcycle. It's not true. I only go out a few t- a few times a week, so I dot 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 have to finish this when I get back from my ride. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that I left the silence. My, the, the silence was my answer. Yeah, <laughs> I had one comment on that joke. Um, can you say the joke one more time so the listeners and I can just appreciate it again my friends are convinced that I'm an addict because I'm always out riding my motorcycle it's not true I only go out a few times a week so I dot 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 have to finish this when I get back from my ride I I don't even really get it It's, it's it's so bad, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, um, and I think because he's included the the fact that he's a motorcycle rider, even though that might not be true, it's offended me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand why some people get offended by jokes. Um, well, that is a very good segue to this final comment before we start the, the thread. Someone, there's a, a drag act coming to the village and performing mm. in the village hall. And someone put, guys, if you haven't been to a drag night, now's the time to go. I've seen these before. It's a fantastic night out. Two comments from two blokes. First one, no thanks. Second one, you can shove them tickets. That's just, uh, just unnecessary <laughs> anger. Just keep your anger to yourself, you pieces of shit. 
Oh, and drag acts are really fun as well. Those two need to loosen up. Those two need to have free tickets. That's yeah. exactly who needs to come. Get them in yeah, a little wig. I, I loved that. That is so little England, no. isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I simultaneously love and hate people. <laughs> so this week, um, the, the thread. Are you ready to get into the thread, Eric? Or is there anything else you'd like to say before we get going? Oh, uh, God, well, there's so much I want to say, but um, it's for another time, I'm sure. No, OK, no, let's, let's, do it, let's do it. OK, we'll go in. So it starts with Anita Annoyed. Mm. Um, and she says this. Oh, She's what you like. Yeah. What you'll like about this is it's a comment. A conversation in this village's Facebook group about something that happened in the neighbouring village. Oh, chatting mm-hmm. shit about another village. Yeah. Oh, let's see how the let's see how the villagers come together. Hopefully. I thought you'd like that. Oh yeah, like that. So Anita annoyed. Just to make anyone aware who isn't already, when pop into the post office in or anywhere else, do not park in the pub car park opposite. I did this last week and was in the car park for six minutes, and today received a parking charge of sixty pounds or a hundred pounds if not paid in fourteen days. I must admit, I didn't notice the parking notices, but as I had parked there before without a problem, I didn't think to look. It was an empty car park and I wasn't causing any obstruction. It's the most expensive reel of sellotape I shall ever buy. And to say I'm annoyed is an understatement. Anyway, even if the road is round with traffic due to roadworks or just general traffic congestion and you can't turn around to find somewhere to park, don't park there. Hmm. I feel her pain. It's, you know, it's a shame that we can't take a minute of silence for the in the podcast. But that's my first thought is yeah. I really feel her her loss. Whacked with a sixty pound fine. I hate. I yeah. I hate all of that. I especially hate it because I think um, maybe it stems from a, a jealousy. But you know, like. Rich people can just park wherever they fucking want because a sixty-pound ticket is nothing. Yeah. Um. Someone, someone once said, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was a political movement or something, but it should be based on the on the percentage of your earnings, which would then suddenly change. So if you're like poor, it might be a six-pound ticket because that's mm. like still quite a lot. And if you're a rich person, it could go into like the hundreds of thousands and it would just make you think twice about parking in somewhere that you shouldn't be parking. I think there are some fines that are are linked to your earnings over here. But I'd have to look it up. I think it might be speeding fines or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Just something I think like that, that makes sense because like. Sixty pounds is quite a lot for just you know your average Joe, but um, for the rich, those damn rich that I would love to be part of the club of. <laughs> Where's your car, Eric? I don't fucking know. Can't buy a new one. <laughs> anyway, live consumer rights comes in. Um, check out the firm that gave you the ticket. Some of them just try it on with people, and you do not have to pay. Hmm. Yeah, I like standing my ground. I've done it before. Have you? When, yes. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Yeah, I'm a big ground stander. 
Um, and in, in response to Clive Consumer Rights, there's loads of people then that have Googled it and put in suggestions and acted like solicitors, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to read all those comments because, quite frankly, they're boring and probably largely incorrect. Right. <laughs> but I like that. That's nice. People trying to help. Yeah. Nice, nice difference. Um, so then a little down the line, Nigel Knee Jerk comes in. There's a pub to avoid. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's in terms of parking, but mm. would would Nigel avoid it for a nice pint, a nice fresh Guinness? Exactly. Um, um, Hilda Hindsight comes in. Yeah. Um, she says, I know, it's not, <laughs> I know it's not going to help now, but there is a car park in that village down the side of the church. I don't think everyone is aware it's there as it's hidden. Often easier to park there than Tesco's. Yeah, it's a church as well. You can park there all the time, right? Is yeah. that correct with a church? I don't know, but I think it's what God would have wanted. If you, yeah, if you had a, if you had a parking space for, let's say, 20 cars, Neil, mm. um, for your house, would you let other people park there? Or is it like, it's my house is parking? It can get out of hand, can't it? Mm. My wife once told me off because I said that if I won the lottery, I'd start a payday loans company and make even more money. Um, and she oh, said that's that a really I cool was, way of spending it. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> that I was highly immoral. <laughs> um, so if I had those 20 places, I'd probably be looking to make some money out of them. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Um, there's a character. Somehow. A character comes in. I don't know if you remember him from last week. Baz Bipolar. Yeah, oh yeah. He's he he he's in. He says there are loads of signs on the fence and on the front of the pub. Out of interest, could you send me your address so I can park on your drive when I need to nip to the shops? Oh my God, that was unnecessary. Um, but yeah, sometimes people uh, miss the obvious signs. Uh, and if they're everywhere, whose responsibility is it? I think I've done it before where I've missed a sign, but then I mm. wasn't looking for it. Whose responsibility is it? Is it the responsibility of the of the society to make you aware that there is a, a sign? Oh, oh that was a good sneeze. Um, or is it the responsibility of the person to constantly be aware of like a potential sign? That seems like a, a, a life that I don't want to live. To constantly be observing where I am. Oh, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be there. Yeah. Well, that's the life you are living. Yeah. Get used to it, buddy. Anyway, Anita Annoyed responds to Baz Bipolar. Actually, we do allow people we know to park on our drive when taking their kids to school if they are having trouble parking. No mention of charging people for it either. Uh Mm. So Anita's a better person than me. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, what do you think is going on with Baz Bipolar's uh, psyche, Neil? Let's talk about his psyche, his psychology. Well, do you want to hear the next comment from him? And that might yeah, okay, let's do that. be a bit of an insight. He said, well, that's great news, Anita, but you've missed the point surrounding your perceived entitlement to park on another person's land without permission. Oh, I... I, I don't like him. 
on another person's land. <laughs> Park wherever you like. Um, I'm slower at reacting, but I'm actually just ingesting it. I'm, I'm taking mm. it in and I'm enjoying the the thought of what one can do to solve this crisis. A friend of mine lives in Stockholm and they have a summer house on one of the archipelago islands mm. about an hour outside Stockholm. And then in Sweden, they generally they tend to shut down for about six weeks over summer and everyone goes out to the summer houses on the mm. island. And on those islands, although you own your house, like your property, the everywhere else is public property. So although you tend your own garden and whatnot, if someone just wants to come and sit in that garden, they can. Mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like that. Um, I don't know, but it's just, you know, like if you live in a land of people that disrespect one another, then you're probably more uh, wanting of a space where others are not invited and others mm. are not welcome on it and if everyone takes care of each other's lands then everyone's kind of free to roam as they please so it's very difficult to uh, to know i think the uk has a lot of people that just want their own my space yeah because you know otherwise people will be drawing cocks and balls unfortunately 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 what was it what did um, she um, unfortunately on foreign tea yeah on tea that's what happens people <laughs> yeah. come in the space ruin it with the cock and balls so well i need to annoyed response to baz and she says to be honest i wasn't thinking about parking on another person's land i was parking somewhere i've parked before in the car park of and then capitals a public house oh yeah good oh, that's a great swing back to bipolar baz mm. Do you think Bonapola Baz took that laying down? Oh, no. No, here's what he had to say. Pubs are private businesses who have to pay insurance and have the right to charge for their services. The signs have been up a few years. Accept the fine and that you're in the wrong. An NCP car park is a public car park, but it doesn't mean that you don't need to pay. Well, it's a valid point, but just... It's a valid point, but stop being a nerd... And be a friend. Yeah. Oh, that that could be one of our, our t-shirts. Can we make? Can we start making t-shirts? Uh, merch. Merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some merch out there. Yeah. yeah you like that, don't you? Yeah. I see, you're just getting all, like a little gremlin, just getting all excited. Me and you could wear them, and then nobody else. Yeah. Stop being a nerd. Start being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll have to come up with some. We haven't got any. Like catchphrases yet, have we? Well, cheer up, no. mate. Yeah, cheer up, mate's a good one for the, the people that are depressed. They'll yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Susan Scenario comes in um, and she says, Baz, so if you had an operation that caused you not to walk as well as others whilst in the pouring rain, would you have parked further away for the sake of popping in and out of the post office within six minutes? Would you have taken the time to look around for parking signs in the pouring rain when you've parked there before and never known of any issues? I'm pretty sure we all pay enough tax and insurance, whether we own a pub or not. 
Oh, Susan scenario. Why not go further? Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if you was chased by a, a savage monkey just wanting your loot? A herd of angry he's gibbons. Before he's killed one of your kids before, he, you know. What would you do now? Yeah. Great. Um, fun scenarios. Just, ooh, yeah. Some heavy rain. Yeah. If you're coming in with scenarios, really go for it. Yeah, I think she's she missed a trick there. She could have really since since she's now involving imagination, she could have really had fun. Because what if you pulled up to go to the post office and you looked down in the car and you'd forgotten to put on any trousers or underwear, so you were bollock naked, and you thought I need to park yeah. as close to the post office as possible because I desperately need this sellotape, but I am naked from the waist down. Mm. What would you do then? <clears throat> what would I do? Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I, I, I'd be, you know what? I'd take a good look at myself <laughs> and uh, wonder why I left the house without any trousers. Uh, <laughs> and question why the sellotape was so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's that important, that I forgot to put some clothes on. Uh, I would probably ask a passerby to do me a favour. Well, lean out the window. Yeah, and I'd be like, hey, psst. hey, no, don't look down. <laughs> so that's the scenario Susan could have gone for. She could have gone with so many different scenarios. I'm, I am disappointed in her, actually. Well, Baz Bipolar responds to her and he oh. says, well, although they are mitigating factors, which I'm sure the landlady would take into account if approached about cancelling the ticket, having an operation doesn't allow people to park where they want on private land. Car insurance also doesn't cover potential liability of a landowner if something had happened. Yeah, I mean, see, this is one of those scenarios where I think he's been right the whole time. Mm. But it's like, that's not what we need right now. We need a friend, okay? I think you'll like the next person who comments. Um, It's her only comment. Um, I've called her Beth Boroff. And she says... It's not perceived entitlement. Bore off. Wait, what? What was her comment? It's not perceived entitlement. Bore off. Bore off. Is that not a term you've heard living in the uh, the states? No, is this like a new UK slang term now? Yeah, yeah. Bore so if someone, yeah, if someone is being a boring nerd, like. As bipolar. Yeah, like a job's worth. Yeah, yeah he to say, I'll bore off, mate. Oh, bore off. Oh, like, okay, interesting. Yeah. That's a new one. I've never heard of it before. I quite like it. It's not perceived entitlement. Yeah, bore off. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think parking somewhere just to pop into the post office is uh, entitlement either. Um, Simon Simon Symbol comes in next and he's typed what a and then he's used some emojis. He's used a bell emoji and the emoji for end, which is an arrow pointing left with end underneath it. Very smart. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And Baz Bipolar responds and he says, Simon, if you want to call me a bell end, just type it. <laughs> but he did in a way. He, he... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just have. <laughs> Yeah, he just did it with sort of Egyptian hieroglyphics. Yeah. And then he follows 
that up. He says, unless you're calling Anita one for her parking indiscretion, which I would say is a bit harsh. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good retort because he mm. didn't actually say who was the bell end. Um, he's also the first person seemingly to start insulting one another. Yeah. But Do you it think that you automatically lose an argument if you start insulting someone? I last night I played football last night and we we're all, all friends down there. But one one of the people who plays is a good friend of mine, but he plays on the edge. Plays like we're still playing on Saturday 20 years ago, like it matters. But really, yeah. we're mid 40s and it doesn't matter. And he left a really nasty boot in on me last night. And my reaction was I called him a fucking dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I so I don't know if I've lost the argument, but I felt a lot better because, about it. Uh, I think when, when pain, when immediate pain gets involved in good conversation, I think it's normal to just uh, bleed the radiator. Mm. So I think that, that makes sense. It's when you have time to potentially phrase um, uh, an argument. I think you, you lose. I think you lose when you sort of get profanities involved. But then again, some people don't have the language to express themselves, and I think profanities no. then sort of come out as a yeah. I'm foreign to not. I'm foreign to not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could um, be Harold that could be one of comes in. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> I'm foreign to. Oh, foreign to mate. I'm foreign to not. Um, Harold Hat in the ring comes in. Um, and he just Same says, yeah, um, he says perceived entitlement. Anita clearly states that she didn't see the stein, see the signs. Stop being an arsehole. Yeah, that's the thing, though. That's the, that's why I didn't like Baz from the get go is because his uh, original first message. Um, seemed so aggressive. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. I want to meet all need- these people. That's, I think that's that's where like I'm starting to I'm starting to lack something in this podcast is um it's it's like all these Tinder matches that have got are you know in, presented themselves in front of us and now I want to meet them I want to see and, if their profile picture really is them you know that kind of stuff yeah and you never will yeah it's a shame it's a kind of torture a polar perspective comes in. And, and she says, this was happening a lot to people in the village. The landlady is very reasonable. And I know on many occasions she has cancelled the fine or penalty. Even when customers of the pub, even customers of the pub have to register their car when they enter the pub. Now, I know that to be true because I've been in that pub and had to do that. Um, and then Paula says, I think she got sick of not being able to have her deliveries because people were parking there all day and catching a bus into town. Oh, oh, yeah, that change that changes everything. Yeah, I knew that was coming. So I was letting you go deeper and deeper into your rage about yeah. the fine, and I knew oh, that was coming. You're playing my, with my emotions. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't like the power that you have. That's what do you great, think now, then, eh? That's a great new piece of information. That's yeah, that's way too much. Um, yeah, I've been crushed those cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a fine. I think that's like a crushing. It's a biggie though, isn't it? So suddenly that's a, that's a huge one. I I think I think with most car, car parks, if 
it's going to be 15 minutes or less it should be free if you if you're if it's a pop in and pop out 15 minute thing and it doesn't and it's the 15 minutes can blur you know like if, if for example it's just going to the post office and it happened to be 17 minutes that's fine you know it's just one little task that's helping out a, a neighbor helping out a friend you always you're pushing the boundaries aren't you, you always want that bit more I just, I, I just, i've always wanted a little bit more a bit um, more so 15 minutes to 17 minutes when does it end well, I suppose I said I said 15 minutes, but then I was like, but just uh, a task. Like, for example, if 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 you're going into the post office just to buy some tape or whatever she was doing, mm. and the the line was slightly longer, the the task itself hasn't changed. You're still you're still just buying tape. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't have to pay for parking just for that. But you're stuck you know? behind someone who's returning four parcels and wants to post another, but one of them's <sighs> got fragile things in. Frustrating. And then you're wondering, do I go back now to pay for parking just to stand in line? You know, so that's why I'm like, oh, it's a grey area. Mm. Obviously, one one has to make rules. One just has to make rules, and then some people will be unhappy. And that's why I'm not mayor. That's why I'm <laughs> not ch- in charge. Well, you I think I'm change... a great king, but not yeah. a great uh, parliamentary ruler. <laughs> okay, well, that's something to aim for. There's your why. Um, <laughs> thanks become king <laughs> yeah yeah just you know i'd be the, i'd be a great king i'd sit on my throne and then people could come up to me with their problems and i decide whether the, their problems can be resolved with just a, a wave of my hand or whether i wonder I go, if no you suffer that fucking consequence i think I'd be i wonder really if good. you or i are closer in line to the throne Um, mm, interesting. Well, I have both French and British blood in me. Mm, that might help. So I have like not only access to two countries, but um, France is quite famously a republic. Yeah, they're not into. Yeah, they they they're into their beheadings. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with the way I feel at the moment, um, I'd be down for one of those. A quick way out. Quick little. OK, so you want you want to re-monarchize. That's a word I've just made up, by the way. Um, oh, I like it, re-monarchize France. Yeah. Become king. Yeah. Um, a greedy king. A greedy. Yeah. I'll, I'll, however long I am king for, I will stuff my face with brioche and Nutella. Yeah. And then be beheaded. Yeah, that sounds good. In a revolution. Mm. I'm totally down for that. Cool. Well, there you go. That's a plan. Yeah. Uh, Baz Bipolar, he's not finished. He comes back in. Why do the adults of this village feel entitled to park on private business land and not face any repercussion? You say kids have no respect for other people's property. Oh, just get a life, mate. It's yeah. it's It's... It's not a problem. He said the um, same thing ten times, Baz. What's really annoying though is that he does make a good point. <laughs> As a, like, I think what I think what I get frustrated by is when rules uh, like just you can't park there or it's money. Um, it seems like such an unfair thing to. Uh, 
force people to live by. I'm I'm not one of bound. You know, I I like I like boundaries to be destroyed because we are one, aren't we? Aren't we just one? Aren't we all just one, experiencing self? Um, no, you're not one. Pay me sixty pounds. Well, if we're one, do I have to be part of you? Yeah, we're we're, we're one another, mate. Not sure about that. No. No. Oh. Not sure if I'm down with that. <laughs> Come on, we're one. Give give me money. We're one. <laughs> be interesting to be tall for a little while. Yeah, it's great, mate. Yeah. I think the only downfall of being tall is uh, planes. Mm. You can't afford like the longer the longer seats, and your knees get scraped with the seat in front of you. There could also be a doubt if someone's firing indiscriminately into a crowd. Um, that could be a, being tall could be a disadvantage. Sure, but then you see the danger coming before. Yeah, but you're wedged in a crowd. No, I, I can see the the ways out better. Okay. I would say, oh Neil, you stay here with the drinks, mate. I'm just going to pop to the loo. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I wouldn't even save you. Just... <laughs> save my place for you. I've just got to go somewhere. Come um, back with some guns. <laughs> Adam Assistance chirps up. He says, pop in and explain politely your plight. I'm sure the landlady will waive the ticket. She's a very reasonable and was very upset at motorists taking the piss. It's not a public car park and I don't blame her. Yeah. So we're beginning to get a bit of a human side of this landlady, aren't we? Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like she's uh, reasonable. Well, Olivia, Olivia opinion comes in. I doubt she will wave it. Happened oh. to my husband soon after the signs went up. He parked, got to the boot to take the buggy out, placed child in buggy and read the signs. So packed up and left within four minutes of stopping. Despite talking to very unapproachable landlady, we had to pay. No way around it. A place to avoid. Don't think we will ever be their customer. Oh. Who knows? Who knows? There's just so many variables. How how do you think we can solve this crisis, Neil? Uh, I don't know that we can. Um, you could we just got to get to the end of the thread, Eric. <laughs> you could offer to pay £60. You could offer to pay this woman's fine. Oh, okay. you'd, be a, you'd be a hero. Yeah, I'd be skinned pretty quick. Not I'd imagine this pub, because I, I know where this pub is. It's on a busy high street um, opposite, you know, near a couple of shops with a car park that's really inviting if you're looking for somewhere to park. I'd imagine they're making an absolute fucking fortune from this car park. Oh, yeah, I bet it's happening a lot, right? But people thinking, oh, I'll just pop in. I'm, I'm literally going to be 30 seconds. It'll be fine. Bang, 60 quid. Deal with that. Fuck nut. And does the pub get the entire 60 pounds? I'd imagine the parking enforcement agency take a cut, don't they? Because they'll be the people that have to chase the money. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a sound investment. Even easier to be the parking enforcement company. 
money for nothing. You've got no outgoings because you don't own the land. Yeah. I really need to, I need to think of a business that's just tricking people. That's that's mm. where I've, I've been fooling myself. I've been trying to help the world. Really, I should I should be a bastard. I should become an absolute dickhead and make some money. Legally, like on the borderline of legality, scamming people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to work it out. I'm constantly. It's not as easy as you think, because I'm constantly trying to think of those businesses. <laughs> It needs need to a, be. Do you need someone? Else, do you need someone on, else to work on, on your recruitment uh, company? Um, no, no, I don't at the moment. Because I could, I could, I could help you. I can. I. You could help me out. I could become can one you, of your recruiters. Can you bring me some business in? Oh, actually, I I wanted to say that we've got a uh, sponsorship deal um, for the podcast. I don't believe you because why would you say that now? This podcast is brought to you by McDermott Whitmore, a recruitment company. <laughs> if you oh, need, well, you know what? That's good. That means I get a cut as well, right? If you need any staff, please contact McDermott Whitmore, and I will be happy to help. Oh, and this podcast is also sponsored by Alien of Extraordinary Ability, a stand-up comedy album like no other, presented by Eric Lampere. Oh wow! I can't believe we've got sponsorship. That's good. Yeah. And I think that's the best bit of editing I've done, because those adverts just seemed to come in flawlessly, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a really good bit of editing. Uh, Lenny Local responds to Olivia Opinion, and he says, well, that doesn't sound like the landlady at all, but it is a private car park, so she has every right to be unapproachable, and your husband didn't have any right to park there. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, to which uh, Olivia ultimately, was... <laughs> well, ultimately, it's someone's broken the rules, and they're moaning about it, and yeah. other people are like, "We'll just get on with it because you broke the rules." So, yeah. you know, technically, Baz and his other pals are correct, right? Mm. But you know, how far how far is this line going to move? You know, you could say that the Nazis were correct for just. Oh well, just we'll respect the rules that we've been told. We'll just keep respecting the rules. I think sometimes the rules have to be broken. Yeah. How do we feel about that, Neil? Hard to argue the Nazis were correct. <laughs> Firstly. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's, up, that that's got to be up there. That's got to be up there with dog napping as the worst crime. I think that's still up there. <laughs> the thing. Um, Olivia Opinion says, well, he didn't park there, really. He'd been there four minutes, 40 odd seconds. He left soon after realising there were restrictions. And yes, very unpleasant in this conversation lady who worked all the us. <laughs> Hold on. Suddenly this person becomes Yoda. And yes. <laughs> Very unpleasant in this conversation, lady, who worked all the frustration with council dealings on my poor husband. You haven't been there then, so why even attempt to deny her behaviour? Yeah, it's true. Um, you know, pe- people's people's uh, identities can change uh, depending on who they meet. Mm. Oh, that doesn't sound like them. Well, you don't know. You don't know how people will react. Maybe that landlady had a bad day. Yeah. 
And that that I think you always need to take into account if someone's been a total dickhead. Shit only rolls one way. So that they might be having a really shit day and now they're being a dickhead because that shit's got to go one way. They're funneling shit in your direction. Yeah. Although it is one's responsibility to try and not funnel shit in other people's faces. Mm. Oh, it's a shame. People just pass it on. Depends what your kink is, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think defines parking? You know that man that says, oh, he's only parked there for four minutes and four seconds or whatever she was banging on about. Um, what What is parking? Is Is the car stopped, but you're still inside? Is that parking? Oh, I'd say that's waiting. Okay. Uh, you're outside of the car, but you're still near it. Like you're... Um, I'd say you've parked there. I think the issue here in this car park is that there's cameras up. So they will be just be activated by the number plate going in. And then if it if once you're in, you're in, aren't you? Yeah. So there is no go, time. If you, don't go into, if you don't go into the pub. And register your car. Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and if the signs are there and if they're quite clearly visible, it's a mm. difficult one. It's a really difficult one. I, I think I actually agree with that. So here's my take on it. I agree with the pub because of the delivery issue. You fucking change. You are spineless. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm taking all the information. And overall, that becomes a really frustrating thing. If your car if your car park gets full of cars for people that leave on the train and they just go to a different town, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's too much. Spineless. That outweighs the just people just needing to park just to pop down the shops. Um. Anyway, Lenny Local has a, a final comment, and he puts spec savers um website on and says here you go olivia for your husband <laughs> god people are such, such dicks <laughs> yeah it's a good one uh, to which she responds just spare it boy obviously you did not get i'm not interested in your opinion just proven you fit the lot over and out she's in such a rage she's just typing words that have no correlation to the words that have preceded them now i'm conscious that this thread's gone on for a while um but john hardman's about to come in no yeah yeah i don't understand why you're annoyed it's a private car park you park there knowing that you got a ticket park somewhere else next time like the rest of us no sympathy for you or anyone else who thinks they can park where they like just arrogance God, my hate for people is boiling <laughs> up. Um, he didn't add anything new. He, it's already been said, John. Yeah. Anita Annoyed responds, you could not be further from the truth, John. You do not know me and I do not like arrogance in a person. So I'd never behave in a way in that way myself. I made a genuine mistake. And the point of my post was to warn others not to make the same. Just who do you think you are? Question mark, question mark question mark <laughs> just let it go oh 
John Hardman responds. Can't let go. I'm nobody special, just like you. But you parked in a private car park and got fined. Then you posted publicly how you were some kind of victim. That's all I'm saying. If I were the owner of that car park, or you for that matter, if I were the owner of that car park, or you for that matter, that doesn't make any sense, we would be bloody annoyed that people, oh, he's suggesting that she was the owner of the car park, not that he might own her. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a grammatical thing there, John. Maybe I should comment on that. If I were the owner of that car park, I'm leaving out the brackets, we would be bloody annoyed that people wanting to buy goods elsewhere just thought they could park up as and when they like. I think that's arrogant. Do you think it's arrogant? Yeah. Um, my brain's trying to process. Thought I could hear something. Yeah. Can you can you can hear my brain processing all this information? Yeah. Ar- arrogant. Arrogant. What's even the definition of arrogant? I'm trying to like understand it more correctly. Arrogant definition. Okay. So having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities. See, that doesn't, that, that's why I think I was like troubleshooting my own brain. Mm. Arrogant doesn't, doesn't, that feels like too strong for just someone popping down the shops. So I don't think it's arrogant. No. To... Or, enti- or entitled for that matter. Yeah, it's, it seems like those, those are too much. And yeah, it's really, it's a, this one's a paradox, man. I really don't know where I am with this episode because. Mm. It, it's not arrogant or entitlement to just, oh, you just need to park somewhere quickly just to, it's not like it's a hospital car park. Do you know what I mean? There's there's, diff, there's different kinds yeah. of car parks as well. That's true. <laughs> you are an astute young man. Oh, thanks, mate. I um, think Anita Annoyed is, is trying to rewrite history a little, um, though, which, which I like when people do when the comments that she's originally written are there for all to see. So Mm. she's responded to John and said, I was not posting about being a victim at all. If that's their parking system, then it is what it is. I just didn't know and was simply posting to people to be aware of that, as I have no idea how long the signs have been there. They could have gone up last week for all I know. And as you don't know me, I do not value your opinion of me as a person. Anyone who knows, anyone who does know me will know I'm not arrogant. Now, why I'm saying she's rewriting history, she didn't just say her comment wasn't just a heads up. Um, the, the pub now charges if you park there and don't drink in the pub. Mm. That's that's just notifying people. She was she, definitely whinging. Yeah, she's venting. She wants to be heard. Mm. Uh, she's, anyone would be frustrated with paying 60 pounds. Um, like I've I've had parking tickets uh, in my life, and every single time, I'm simultaneously annoyed by like the pettiness of society and the government by going, are oh, you giving me a ticket for just for this? This is stupid. And yet, there are signs every single time, so I am technically in the wrong. Mm. So it's, it's 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 a frustrating episode. I don't know how to feel. 
I got absolutely fucking rinsed by the ultra low emission zone in London. Oh yeah. Yeah, big time. Very disappointing. Rinse. Put on a couple of hundred quid to my. Oh wow. My journey into London. Was it worth it? Oh, it was. I had a good time. That was just the beginning of COVID, actually. Like the final couple of weeks that you could go out. Yeah, good time. Anyway, John Hardman uh, says, uh, and I don't have an opinion on you as a person, Anita. I don't know you. However, it's bloody obvious you shouldn't park in a pub car park unless you were giving them some business. How do you feel Is about that? Is that obvious? Now? I don't think it's bloody obvious. Well, it, it's surely everyone knows that that if you're using someone's car park, technically you should be used. You know, you should be. You know, you should be giving them business. Hmm. Yeah. See, I'm a bit of a um parking maverick. If I can take a chance and park in a sneaky parking space, I'm doing it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. If I think oh, I can get away with one here on a technicality, I'm going for it. But then if I get caught and have to pay a fine, I think, well, that's the price you pay for being a risk taker. I quite like um, riding a motorbike because uh, you can take a lot more risks where where you park mm. and a lot harder to put a ticket on a motorbike. Yeah. I've always wanted some of that police aware tape. You know, when there's been a crash and they put police aware over the windscreen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought if I just had some of that, I'd just smash my car like diagonally on the path, half on the road, get yeah. out, stick some police aware over the windscreen. So people thought it'd been reported. Go do yeah. my shopping, come back, take the tape off and go home. I think that's very smart, but also mm. very risky. <laughs> you get seen by... A, because it sounds like you, you live in a village full of voyeurs. Mm. Um, you'd be on that site in no time. Yeah. I've just seen a small man <laughs> do this crime. With shiny forehead. Anyway, yeah. Debbie Defender comes in. She says, there's no need for aggressiveness, uh, John Hardman. Aggressiveness? Wouldn't that just be aggression? Anyway, no need for aggressiveness. It was a genuine mistake, really, the parking. We all make mistakes, and there's no need to crucify the person for that. (laughs) Scott Sarcasm comes in. Oh, good. He says, yeah, wow, what a lovely, lovely, helpful, community-spirited thing to say, John Hardman. (laughs) I like that John's taking all the... Brunt for it again. Yeah, come in late, taking all this shit. I think he thrives in it. <laughs> he wants shit <laughs> funneled into his face. Town lead. You know, he 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 takes he takes the shit, but then he spreads it around. But still, he, well, he responds and he says, Scott, you may well be right. No more than attempting to publicly shame, as veiled as it was, a hard-working local businesswoman who was simply trying to protect her business. God knows it must be tough enough these days to run a pub without having to police your own car park. Well, that's part of the job, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. And Scott responds, publicly shame, dot, dot, question mark, double exclamation mark. Do me a favour, exclamation mark. 
do you exaggerate absolutely everything in your life question mark which <laughs> well, i thought that was funny after all the um punctuation yeah. Yeah, yeah um this was nothing more than a polite notice to warn people not to park somewhere they shouldn't simple as that you made it out to be an attempt to bring down someone's livelihood oh it's when two it's when two theologies clash mm. Um, um we're nearing yeah. we're nearing the end of the thread now uh, the listeners may or may not be pleased to know but um ivana irony comes in with one of my comment with one of my favorite uh, comments um late to the party and she says i can see both of your point of views on this however i must agree with john hardman this page is too often used to publicly and humiliate and pre- uh, publicly humiliate and pretty much make people feel like shite not saying that's what you've done though Anita. So she's come in mm. and suggested, I'd say she's she's suggesting that Anita's making people feel like shite and then said, but I'm not saying that's what you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's making a good point. She's, she's a balanced, but another balanced perspective. Mm. And then Anita comes in with a final comment and it ends sure. the comments. All I did was point out you can no longer expect to park there whilst you pop over the road for a few minutes. We get it, mate. <laughs> oh, and that's it. Desires to be right. The there are actually of... 100, 139 comments on that thread. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. This week, my mum asked me, how are you? Well, she texted me, how are you? And I began to reply, and then I stopped myself from replying. Mm. I went into my notes to write a more thoughtful reply, to genuinely answer how I was feeling, because I was feeling like absolute hell. And then I breathed on it. I decided not to send it. And I went, I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Because ultimately, the question of how are you, mm. if everyone dissects it, it's never, never great. No one really wants to know. Well, and I, I agree with that. I think a problem shared is a problem doubled rather than halved. You know, and also sometimes sharing is good, but um, not if you're going round in circles, right? And I think I think that my problem, I'm sort of going round in circles a little bit, and I'm trying to get out of its orbit. Um, but it was interesting because I think the old me in my 20s, I would have naturally sent the message quickly. I would have just sent it. How are you? Well, here's how I feel immediately. And I'm actually I was actually really grateful to notice that change in my character. I'm not saying it, that change happened this week, but it's this week that I sort of really observed it, which was. Even though I really felt like terrible. I was able to go, I breathe on that. You're feeling terrible in that particular moment, but it's only temporary. And potentially it's not something that needs to be heard. Mm. Well, DM me your address and I'll send you a medal because that's really good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Neil. I'd love a medal. I'd love a medal for that. But what I'm saying is, I think that, that 
needs to be applied to so many of these people on that Facebook Facebook group. Correct. Just take take a little breath. Just one breath. <laughs> Don't press send straight away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, think before you speak. I often yeah. have to use my wife as a sounding board if I'm if I've got an issue with a client that they've been pissing me off, I'm about to email and then I say, can you just read this email and make right. sure I'm not coming across as too much of a knob in it? And I often am. And then does I just your wife, to... Does your wife read it or do you yeah. read it to her? She reads it. Okay, good. She's like, okay, I think you, uh, I think the tone of that is a bit much. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. Oh, that's nice. It's nice that you mm. work in cahoots. Mm. We're a team. That's nice. Yeah. What does your wife do? Oh, never you mind. <laughs> <laughs> never you mind. Uh, she's a teacher, Eric. Oh, wow, that's cool. Mm. I'll slowly Is get it more cool? information out of you. Yeah, it's cool. It? Yeah. I think teachers are cool. Yeah, she's cool. So yeah. there Surprise, you go. Surprise so why you. are you saying she isn't? So I'm just surprised because of, you know, like because of who you are, I would <laughs> surprisingly you were someone pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe she's boring though. I don't actually know. You take that back. <laughs> yeah, defend her. Take that fucking back. Uh, if it well, if it if it cheers you up, I've got an ulcer at the very bottom of my gums, and it's nasty painful. business. Yeah, that is a nasty true. business. You, are you a bit run down? Happy? Are you a bit run down? Yeah. <laughs> Can you not hear? Yeah, well, you, your bottom lip looks a bit sore, a bit dry. Oh, yeah. I don't, maybe I just don't drink enough water, even though I've got, look, I've got a full tank of water next to my bed. Filtered. Um, yeah. Tap water, not, water. Tap water not good enough for you. Uh, not in LA, no. It's it's terrible water here. Mm. That's sad. Anyway, we're rambling on. Um, yeah. You know, we could save all this golden material for next week's pod, couldn't we? Yeah, but give them the gold now. I say. Um, God, the listeners are so lucky. This podcast has been brought to you by McDermott Whitmore. <laughs> <laughs> What's Whitmore? Who's who's Whitmore? Well, Whitmore is my wife's maiden name. Oh, she involved? No, but when I came up with a business, I didn't want to just call it McDermott. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but And to be honest, I should never have put McDermott in the name anyway, because my email address is fucking huge and no one can spell it. Mm. Yeah, I feel your pain, mate. Yeah, I should have just come up with an abbreviation. When I come back to the UK, are you going to find me a job? Uh, I, I can try. Yeah. Yeah. Just lots of money, not much work, low hours. Okay. Do you mind I sucking dicks at the back of Kings Cross train station? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait to come back. It's gonna be fun. Cool. We'll be well, able to do podcasts at normal hours because I and, think that's that's something that's been quite tricky. Is one of us is sleepy. Mm. It's usually me. I've just yes. woken up. Yes. It'd be nice to have like the same timed podcast for both of us. 
I think it's going to send this podcast into the next stratosphere. That Proper and my changer. that yeah. and my marketing, my guerrilla marketing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Well, until next week, listeners. Um, I don't know what the thread will be because, like I say, most weeks a week is a long time in the Village Facebook page, and literally anything can happen. Oh, oh, I've had a, another follow back on Twitter. What, for Village in Crisis or for you? Um, village in Crisis. I'll message. <laughs> I'll do a bit of guerrilla uh, marketing wow. and message him back. Uh, so yeah. the person's called Rich. If you receive a message soon, it's in the UK, it's 1746 UK time. You're going to receive a message soon. And then if you listen to this podcast next week, you'll know that it's you that I'm talking about. Oh, that's nice. You're really mm. making the listeners feel uh, welcomed and at home, as yeah. they should be. I'm looking yes. forward to when we get to the point where we we start arguments with our listeners. I'd like that. I want to know about what's going on in their town or village. Yeah, I want to know that. Give us some gossip, listeners. We'll get there. Anyway, hit us up on all the usual social channels and we will speak to you once again next week. All right, bye. Bye-bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.